1: A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: Because it's Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, as
0: always, my brother, Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready to do this? We got some <coughs> football talk, baby! Yes, sir. We got a lot to cover and a very small amount
1: of time to, to do it in, so let's get into it, shall yeah,
0: we? Well, let's do it, bro.
1: So we're going to start off first with our schedule preview. We're going to talk about the league games, and of course, if you haven't noticed, heard already... The NFL Week 1 has officially been announced, and also all 32 teams' home openers. So we're going to cover Week 1's primetime games, of course the international games that have already been um, leaked, and then of course a couple other uh, pre-leaks as well. And of course, (laughs) if you're watching us now, you are going to be um, seeing this before the actual release of the schedule. If you're going to be listening to the podcast later on Spotify or any of our other affiliates um it will be um the schedule should have already been released by the time um that happens and of course next week when we get to it we will of course recap some major games that we already didn't hit tonight with the preview uh and the leaks that have already been so
0: it's very interesting let's get into this brother yes sir
1: so first up we're going to discuss the international games we have five international games this year Bye, baby. three will be done in london one in munich germany and the other will be in mexico city which will also be a monday night game as well by the way interesting yes sir so first up on the docket for the international games october 2nd you will have the vikings taking on the saints at tottenham stadium in london nice it's a not bad game not bad game um, it'll be interesting to see how the Saints are doing offensively without Sean Payton at this point because
0: yeah.
1: they should be about three, three. I think that's either going to be three or four games in. I'm not sure exactly the, how the schedule plays out with that. Um, we'll see, obviously, tonight. Um, so we'll see how their offense is clicking by then. Jameis Winston's back for continuity purposes. I'll give it to him. He was 5-2 and two before mm-hmm. his injury. That cost him the rest of the year. So it's not like he was doing terrible It's just now that Sean Payton's not there, can he keep the turnovers down? If he can keep the turnovers down, the Saints should do decently again with him at quarterback. But um, otherwise, if he reverts back to the the famous Jameis we all know, (laughs) um, he will be throwing picks all like crazy, and uh, the Saints will be looking for a new quarterback next year.
0: Definitely, man. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to to see what happens with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's hope that... uh... He gives the Saints some hope and keep them going, but uh, I don't know, man. I really don't trust him, so. Mm -hmm. I don't either.
1: All right, and October 2nd, a week later, in Tottenham Stadium, it will be the Giants taking on the Packers. That's an interesting game. I would say it was interesting if the Giants had a quarterback worth a damn. You know what
0: I mean. I mean, the they're going to be – that's going to be cool to get to see the Packers and all that and the lineage of the Packers. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much the Giants anymore, but, right. you know. That's going to be interesting to see how Brian Dables get his offense rolling.
1: Um, they didn't really go after a quarterback much. I mean, there was rumblings they went after quarterbacks that were available. Um, they actually he even had interest in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, obviously, that never came to fruition. I don't think even if the Packers were to trade him, they weren't going to trade him within conference, let alone division, let alone conference. They would have shipped his butt over to the AFC if all, you know, if all came down to it. Um, obviously, he didn't. He's staying in Green Bay with that new deal. Um, I just, I just, unfortunately, I think that game is probably going to be a bit of a laugher. Unfortunately,
0: yeah, the Giants are going to get smashed in that one. Unfortunately.
1: Next up, on October 30th, the night before Halloween and All Hallows Eve, you have the Broncos taking on the Jaguars. Uh, Russell Wilson, I expect, should be quite clicking with his teammates, mm-hmm. um, though we just if you didn't hear the breaking news earlier today, Jerry Judy just got arrested in Colorado. Oh, no. His, one of his receivers, so that's a bit of a uh-oh. We'll see what happens coming out of that. We're not sure. It doesn't say. They just said the Denver Broncos aware of it, and they're not going to comment at <laughs> this time. Yeah, we're not
0: going to comment right now. But yeah,
1: but uh, other than that, he still has really good wide receivers out there. Um, they just got a good rookie tight end to replace Noah Fant. Um, and, we, and we also have seen Russell elevates wide receivers to very well – very high standards.
0: Definitely does. Um
1: so any if they're even without Jerry Judy if for any reason, we don't know. We're not gonna speculate too much on it. Um uh they should be fine at wide receiver. Oh yeah. Um they got enough wide receiver talent as it is already, and now they get to add Russell Wilson, I think they'll be fine. I'm gonna be interested to see how the Jaguars are clicking by this game. Uh, this is where we're gonna see what um uh, where Trevor Lawrence's developed was, and mm. then maybe this might actually be a good game. This could be a good game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, it'll depend on the Broncos' defense. The Broncos made a lot of good defensive um, upgrades this off season, so if the Broncos' defense is clicking, it might be a long night for Trevor. But at the same time, I also believe Doug Peterson could have him ready for this game, and this could end up being a a really good
0: game. Yeah, I think we're gonna mm-hmm. see a lot different with the mm-hmm. Jaguars this year. Absolutely. Um, with you know, with everything not being focused so much on the coach and the mm-hmm. you know the whole debacle there, I think with it being more focused back on the players and. Everything they did in free agency and the draft—they're going to be good to go this year. So, I mean, this is this is a proving year for the Jaguars. And I mean, I get it; it's kind of a restart with a head coach again. Right. But uh, he's a he's a Super Bowl winning coach. So absolutely, we're, we're good to go here. I can't wait to see where it goes with the Jaguars.
1: And he has a, uh, a good track record with offense. He yeah. was the offensive coordinator at Kansas City. Good
0: track track mm-hmm. record with quarterbacks. And too, good track so. record quarter with
1: quarterbacks. Other than, well, Wentz, they kind of butted heads a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah. of course, it's Yeah, from, but we've
0: seen what happened to, you know, Wentz. We've How heard me?
1: some reports about Wentz not being getting along with anybody. How many it sounds teams
0: like. has he been with now? This yeah. is uh, 13.
1: 13?
0: 13. Yeah. So. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> about that. Uh, anyway, so we'll be So if the Jaguars can get it figured out this um, off season, you know, meshing together and stuff, and by. By that matchup, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a good game. At the same time, I also wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos slaughtered him. I'm just saying. I could see it go either way. We'll see, man. Um, so, I mean, you know, Jaguars did get their first win last year in London. So. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh,
0: hopefully, they'll get their first
1: win before they go to London <laughs> yeah. this year. But. Yeah,
0: let's hope they can... Uh... Rectify some of the situations they had going on last year. Yeah, since, you know, we both called them
1: beating the Texans in the opener, and that didn't go well for so us. <laughs> yeah, no. Yikes. Anyways, all right, in the game in Germany, November 13th, will feature the Seahawks versus the Buccaneers. If Russell Wilson was still a Seahawk, I could see this being a good game mm-hmm. since he's not a Seahawk no more. I have a hard time seeing that this might not just be a laugher.
0: Yeah, dude, this isn't gonna be much of a game at all. Um, I don't know, man. What have have you heard about these little leaks about uh, old Tom Brady talking (laughs) about going to Fox to be an analyst? Oh, yeah, that's a done deal. As soon as he retires, he so do we think he's just gonna play one more game and then retire, or is he gonna play a whole season? Or (laughs) the word is is he plans on playing through the season? If the
1: team doesn't make the playoffs or gets eliminated early enough, he might then join the Fox booth um, through the playoffs. Hey, man, I heard he's getting paid good money for
0: it, so there you go.
1: Um, His uh, contract total is more than he's made in his entire NFL career. Yeah, so
0: that's freaking awesome, right? So, and
1: I'm actually, for one, almost interested to see how he does as a commentator. So, yeah. Surprisingly, I and mean, we all know how much I hate Tom Brady, but I think I think we're gonna get something closer to Romo, where he's not overly biased like um, who he's gonna be replacing on the Fox yeah. Prime team, Troy Aikman.
0: <laughs> uh, you just have to put that out there, don't you?
1: Well, yeah, because now he's on ESPN, and I will be listening to Monday Night Football muted. Because I will not listen to that garbage. Yeah. Especially if the Cowboys happen to be playing. (laughs) Definitely will not be listening to that garbage. Anyways, and then the final international game, uh, Monday, November 21st in Mexico City. This is actually going to be the probably best game of the international games.
0: The 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Definitely, dude. Definitely going to be a good game, man. Mm. I mean, uh, you know, Arizona they're they're poised to do something this year. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see what happens with this. Absolutely. This has the chance. So we already the know one. the 49ers. We ain't even really got to. No, we don't. It,
1: it's really going to depend whether or not they have Garoppolo. If Garoppolo's there and healthy. Yeah. You know, we kind of already know. But at the same time, even if it is Trey Lance um, at that point, yeah. that point in the year, he's probably going to be doing yeah. well enough for the team to be successful. Definitely. Um, and that, and as long as that defense stays healthy, the Niners are always going to be a threat because that defense is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Um, which I hate saying <laughs> because, right? you know, they're my team's biggest rival. But I will give credit where credit's due. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty good defense when it's healthy. So just hopefully they can keep Debo, Debo Sanders. Uh, I mean, Debo Samuel happy.
0: We'll see. Debo. Okay.
1: My team, anyways. Yeah, whatever. So let's need... yeah, let's get to the uh, week one primetime games that were just announced to kick off the season. The defending world champion Rams
0: will take on the Buffalo Bills. I feel like we need like a uh, like a little bit of a wrestling pun right here. Like we need Paul Heyman for this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The, the rating um, defending,
0: defending undisputed, undisputed world
1: champions, <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> oh, It's fantastic to say, baby. I don't know what might be the last time for a while, but hey, <laughs> right? well, at least we can say it for this year. Guaranteed that one. Um, I, this is going to be interesting, too, because Von Miller returns to Los Angeles um opening night that's gonna be interesting i think when von miller signed the nfl just went we're gonna make buffalo go to los angeles <laughs> right. on opening night we want to watch this i mean it's... they were already scheduled to play each other in los angeles i think when though when von miller went to buffalo the nfl just went <laughs> <laughs> opener <laughs> when yeah. they saw the rams won the super bowl they went there's your opener Yep. i think that was pretty much like set in stone uh this will be a really good game looking forward to it we're gonna see if the rams kind of newish offensive line because nope boom's gonna be taking over for whitworth um we're going to have poss- and we have a new guard coming in logan bruss we'll see if he's ready to go if not we're gonna have to see um because we did lose austin corbett a starting guard so we're gonna have two new we're gonna have a new left tackle a new guard and we're gonna to have to see if we can handle that Bills vaunted front four or front seven because that front seven has been getting pretty nasty and got even nastier with Vaughn Miller.
0: Yeah, without Witt, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting <clears throat> game. Um, yeah, especially with Von Miller on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh it's gonna. It, it, yeah, I yeah. I I don't know if I want to see you watching this game because you're gonna. <laughs> He's going to have a corner, guys. He's going to freak out. Oh, <laughs> God. I mean, I don't think we're going to have the same game we had in Chica- against Chicago
1: on yeah. Sunday Night Football last year. I don't think it's going to be that bad of a route, man. It's like, uh, I mean, and I was actually kind of hope that before even um, Miller went to the Rams, I mean, Buffalo, I was like, I'd really like to see us play Buffalo because I just think it would be a really good way to start the season. Two really good teams. Um, To kick off the year, uh, a lot of people thought. I think we have to play Dallas. I think um, at home, and I think a lot of people thought we were going to they're going to put us with the Cowboys because it would have given you the viewers on Sunday Night Football. And I'm just like, "Hmm."
0: like, does everybody watch the Cowboys? I really want to know, guys. Apparently, enough people watch the Cowboys because they did put them on Sunday Night Football opening weekend
1: against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So, basically, last year's season opening kickoff the game only reason is reason this why year's they got,
0: The game. only reason why they got that is because they're going against the Buccaneers. And Tom Brady. That's it.
1: Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, but your defense took a hit, and also your offense has taken a lot of hits, Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I say good luck. I don't think it's going to be as close as it was last year when you almost upset the Buccaneers on the kickoff, uh, yeah. the opening kickoff game. Good luck.
0: We shall see. Say we shall see, bro. We
1: shall see. I I think the Cowboys will still make the playoffs. I'm just saying that game. Yeah, no. I'm no. saying good luck. Anyways, and then your Monday night game will be the Broncos versus the Seahawks. So, <laughs> oh. I just like the NFL. What are you? Are you just messing with Seattle now? Stirring the pot. Stirring, Stirring the, the pot. pot. Stirring the pot, man. The Broncos gotta go to Seattle. So, Russell Wilson's first game is right back in Seattle.
0: Uh, Wow. I'm just like,
1: I'm like, on Monday Night Football.
0: Yep, that sounds about right. I wonder, are the fans going to cheer for him? Are they going to boo at him? What are they going to do? I think he will get mixed reactions.
1: Probably. It should be at least 60-40 cheers. He won you guys a Super Bowl. Yeah. He took you to another one that you should have won. I'm sorry, New England fans. You got lucky on that one. Yeah. Seattle blew that game. Um, So, otherwise, I don't... Honestly, I think if you don't have Russell Wilson, I don't think you have that Super Bowl. True. Or the other appearance. Um, You guys, you know, they played one other time in a Super Bowl with Matt Hasselbeck against your Pittsburgh Steelers. And... That, they barely got there on that, so I'm just, they're not, I don't think they're as good as they are without Russell Wilson, or had been without
0: Russell Wilson. Definitely, man. It's going to be definitely <clears throat> a uh, interesting year for the uh, Seahawks, mm-hmm. but uh, what a way to start, right? Yeah,
1: that's right. All right, so let's get to these uh, league games real quick that we also heard about. Uh, Broncos will travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams on Christmas Day. Day uh, It's the second game of a triple header on Christmas in the NFL. Interesting.
0: Yes, that game will be on CBS, and I believe that will be the Tony Romo game. And I know you're excited to see this because you love watching A.D. go after Russell Wilson.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I hope,
0: Broncos, you have that offensive line ready because if (laughs) you don't,
1: we've seen what A.D. likes to do with that number three. He sees that three, that five-foot-ten number three, and he just – he, gets some, he just gets an extra twitch going, and just uh, <laughs> whoosh, he wants to get after that quarterback. I'm just like, dude. All right, cool. It's like, what you got against him, man? I don't what, know. What's
0: the real beef here?
1: I don't know. I, and it, it seems really hard because Russell seems like a really nice guy. I've always loved Russell. <laughs> right? I just hated that he's been a Seahawk.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the
1: only thing I never liked about him.
0: And Maddie. now that he's a Bronco, it's kind of more tolerable.
1: It is. It's a lot more tolerable, so, and I hope to God I'll get an orange crush Russell Wilson jersey. There you go. The old-school Denver one, not the new-school Orange Crush. That one looks weird. I like the old-school one better. Anyways, so then we have the Cowboys taking on the Packers November 13th. The significance of that game is it's the return of Mike McCarthy to Green Bay to face his old quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be cold. Yeah. In a lot more ways than one.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we just call it the Cold War? We we could. You I could mean, probably give them that. Yeah. The Cold
1: War? Um, I'll be interesting to see how... I kind of almost want to be on the know of what, how they uh, talk about the game heading into the game. You know, like, what does Mike McCarthy have to say about Rodgers? What would uh, Rodgers have to say <laughs> right. about McCarthy? Right. If they choose to say anything at all regarding each other. And I also want cameras on... On them when the game either at the start
0: of the game or after the game to see if they shake hands. That nah, you want you want to you want to you want them to be mic'd up so you can hear exactly what's said. That too. <laughs> so I'm gonna
1: get a boom mic in there. Put That mic in there. Let's find out what's said. All right, and then uh, the other surprise—well, not surprise—the other leaked games. There was two. Um, instead of a Monday night doubleheader on opening Monday night, week two will actually feature a Monday night doubleheader. As you'll have the Titans take on the Bills and the Vikings taking on the Eagles on September nineteenth.
0: Well, the Titans and the Bills sound like a pretty good game. Don't know about the other one. It has it has a chance to be a good game, I think, because
1: uh the Eagles did a lot to improve their offense. Mm-hmm. Uh they're giving they're basically in the same boat as Miami is with Tua as yeah. they are with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. They built the offense up a lot and said, now go prove yourself. And if they can't, then, you know. They're going to be looking. They, both teams have two first-round picks next year and could possibly trade up and get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hertz though, has a little bit more of a leeway in the aspect, though, that he did just make a playoff. Yeah. 2 hasn't made a playoff yet. So I think he's got a little bit more leeway than Tua, but I don't think by a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we know as long as you have a healthy Derrick Henry, um, that Titans Bills game Titans Bills game is going to be uh, pretty good. Because unfortunately, though the Titans' offense has taken a big hit, they don't have Julio Jones. They trade away to AJ Brown to those Eagles we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure who Tannehill's really throwing to. You know, so other than Robert Woods,
0: right? Don't make me sad. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro.
1: I love Bobby Trees, man. All right. He was such a good dude. And I'm so happy for him. He got to be back in Los Angeles playing in front of his family and all that. Anyways. All right, so let's do some recap of the AFC East offseason. Let's do it. Let's talk about them Buffalo Bills. All right. So their free agent signings, uh, they had Isaiah McKenzie, a wide receiver for two years, $4.4 4 Bolstering up that offensive line with veteran guard Roger Saffold. Miss him too, by the way. Former Ram. Former Titan too. I'm like, poor Tannehill. And then they drafted Malik, Malik Willis too. And I'm just like, poor Tannehill's just like, what do I got to do? <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was a one year deal. No money terms at time of lookup. Tim Settle, defensive tackle, boosting up the defensive line. Uh, two years, no money terms available uh daquan jones another defensive tackle no terms whatsoever so i didn't get years or money of course their big free agent signing yeah outside linebacker edge rusher von miller six years 120 million with 551 sorry not 500, 551 and a half million of it guaranteed four million or 45 million guaranteed at signing
0: Yeah, man. The Rams weren't going to pay that. I I think (laughs) if you get paid like that, you're willing to play anywhere. Yeah.
1: And I said this last, not last time. I said this before we left. um, Did I say it last time? Because we didn't talk about free agency. um, We might have. No, we didn't talk about that because we didn't talk about the Super Bowl. So last week, I think I might have said it. um, I am not against getting... The most money you can get, but at the same time, I'm also understanding though at his age playing in Buffalo is gonna suck because he's already dealt with injuries. Um, I because I honestly believe last year a lot of his health when he played for the Rams came on the fact that he didn't play in any cold weather game after Green Bay because he didn't play in Green Bay for one. Yeah. Um, he wasn't cleared to play yet. He came back in los angeles against the jaguars the following week and and he and then like i said we didn't play a cold game uh the coldest i think i think we did no we played san francisco earlier in the year and so and we played san francisco at home so i think we didn't even play a cold game um the rest, rest of the way because we were i think we had arizona at arizona um hot obviously home games and uh, San Francisco was at home, um, so we played all of our cold-weather games already. So he didn't have a cold-weather game. The playoff game that would have possibly been cold was in Tampa, and we didn't have to go to Green Bay again because the Niners upset the Packers. Yep. So I think, honestly, his health was due to the fact that he had warm weather. Basically. But, I mean,
0: if you get injured, dude, you've already got... 45 million already. you set, dude. And 51, and then another... Six, I, six I and a half think coming? I don't he was really thinking about the <sighs> longevity of what he was doing. Other than, ooh, dollar bills. And I, I dollar don't, care, don't get
1: me wrong. I'd have a hard time not doing a lot of things for five, uh, $51.5 million guaranteed. Right. I'm just saying, though, if you were thinking about long-term health-wise plus championship, I get it. Buffalo, you can still possibly win a Super Bowl. Buffalo's really good.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think Josh Allen is a good enough quarterback to do it. So I can understand it. So you're... Yeah, Josh Allen's... uh, It's just health-wise, I think it would have been smarter not to... I would have said God anywhere. You didn't have to stay in L.A. But I would have just said stay with a warmer climate team. That would have been my thought. Anyways. uh, O.J. Howard tied in. One year, $3.5 million. So another tight end for uh, Josh Allen to go with... uh, Kevin Knox, that's a pretty good tight end combo. Yeah, it is. Uh, O.J. Howard, as we know, um, did suffer a couple injuries in his time in Tampa Bay and then also with the arrival of Gronk, kind of got pushed down the depth chart a little bit. Yeah. Um, Cameron Brait was a more possessive tight end than Howard, where he's a stretch tight end. So he, he kind of lost out on that one too uh, because Brait was just a better – he's a better blocking tight end and he's a possession tight end. Usually those tight ends are hard to overcome. Um, so that's typically what happens in that aspect. But, hey, it is what it is. He's now in Buffalo where Knox will be the possession tight end and O.J. Howard has a chance to be the stretch of the field guy. So tight end. there you go. So it's a good opportunity for him. Uh, Jordan Phillips, defensive tackle, one year, no money terms. Sha- uh, Shaq Lawson, defensive end, one year, no money terms. Uh, Matt Barkley, re-signed, one year, no money terms available. Uh, they obviously lost... Uh, Mitch Trubisky, out of the quarterback room as he went to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, retaining Matt Barkley, just so uh, you have a competent backup, because is a competent backup. Yeah, He can play and keep the team afloat for a game or two if something happens to Josh Allen. Knock on when nothing ever happens to Josh Allen, but you yeah. never know. You at least know Matt Barkley can keep you in games and possibly win you a game if need be. Duke Johnson, a running back. They kind of needed a running back, so... Um, they need a lot of help in running, in the running game, because Josh Allen cannot be your running game. Right. That even was your problem. Even though he's proven he can do it. You don't want him to keep doing it. No, not in Buffalo. not <laughs> Not in Buffalo, especially. Yeah. It's where I'm kind of like, uh, when I'm looking at Baltimore, I'm like, yeah, Lamar Jackson can do all that running, but it's Baltimore. It gets cold. You don't want him to keep doing that for a long period of time. Cooper and his Steeler fans are like, keep doing it, fool, because you get hurt more than often. We're going to be excited.
0: <laughs> exactly. I, <laughs> so. Something about a running quarterback I've never really cared for.
1: Yep. As long as you don't run too much, you'll can get you'll get over it eventually, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> Jamison Crowder, wide receiver, no money terms. Tawan Jones, no uh, one-year deal, no money terms. Ike, uh, guard one year, 1.18 million with 125, 127 and a half guaranteed, 127 and a half thousand, um, guaranteed and Ryan Bates four year two uh four year deal, two years full and guaranteed, but no money terms. So that was the Buffalo bills, free agency and big deals. We'll get to their draft here in just a little bit. We're going to move into the dolphins off season. This is going to be an interesting one because we just kind of mentioned it a little bit ago uh, in the same breath with the Eagles. So they signed offensive line tackle... Offensive line tackle, wow. Offensive line t- offensive tackle, Teron Armstead, to a five-year, $87.5 million deal. $43.37 million guaranteed. They got to a, a blindside protector. There you go. If he can't well, sort do, of. If he
0: can't do something with that, dude, oof.
1: Yeah. Granted... Armstead has had injury issues. Yeah,
0: if he stays healthy, it's a great pickup. But, but like you said, he's gonna be. You know, we've we've said this about colder places and warmer places. He, yeah, he but might, he, he played in New Orleans. He was in a dome. But I mean, he might do better because, I mean, domes the turf is sure. Then there's the turf issue. Bad, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll give you that one. All right.
1: So Raheem Mostert, I spelled it wrong. It's I have Mostert instead of Mostert. Uh, running back, one year, three point one million. A really good scat back. Um, he tore he tore it up in San Francisco. It's gonna be interesting to see um, what he does in Miami with Tua. Cedric Wilson, wide receiver, three year, twenty two point eight million with twelve point seven five million guaranteed. That was a good wide receiver pickup. Um, uh, he's pretty talented overshadowed in Dallas, so I think this is a good opportunity for him to show up and kind of get a chance to show out in Miami. Depends, again, on how Tua does. Uh, Of course, they got Teddy Bridgewater, one year, uh, no money terms available, a good backup quarterback, or a quarterback where if you say Tua is just not the guy, finish out the year with Teddy Bridgewater because there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Um, You and I both like Teddy Teddy Bridgewater just fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds, another good running back, two-year, $12.6 million. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba, defensive end, four-year, $65 million with $32 million of it, guaranteed. That's a good defensive lineman pickup, good edge rusher. Building on that defense a little bit more, which was obviously already really good, now adding uh, an edge rusher like uh, Ogba is a really good pickup. Connor Williams, a two-year, $14 million with $7.5 million guaranteed. Connor Williams was actually coming into his own pretty well on the Cowboys' offensive line. Um, I was sort of a little surprised that the Cowboys were in, uh, that eager to let him walk, but they did, and that's what happened. Preston Williams, a wide receiver, one year, $1.99 million. Uh, I don't know much about Preston Williams, so I'm not going to elaborate on whether or not that was a good or bad sign. signing. Duke Riley, a linebacker, one year, $30 million deal, probably just depth. Yeah. Uh, Landon Roberts, another linebacker, one year, three point two five million, probably again depth. Uh, Keon Crosson, corner depth, pretty much three years, nine point four and five million. Uh, Durham Smith, tight end, probably just tight end depth, and we already know um, Mike Kosecki is their big time tight end, and and they're um might be just bringing him on because he probably is a good blocking tight end, so they can run two tight end sets like. um, they used to do out in San Francisco with their quarterback, um, not their quarterback, their head coach, Now uh, McDaniel. I think that's his name, uh, McDaniel. I don't freaking remember. <laughs> Alec Engle, um, fullback, obviously. His offensive style, he has to have a fullback, so that's not surprising. Brennan Scarlett, linebacker one year, $1.85 million, And Trent Sherfield uh, one year. Wide receiver, one year, no terms deal. But, of course, we're... I didn't put it on because it wasn't a free agent signing. But we cannot forget getting the cheetah via trade. Yeah. From Kansas City. Crazy, brother. Just crazy. Tua's basically now just been told you either put up or you're gonna shut up and go. Because yeah, um, he's got
0: weapons. Yes. And like I said, Senator I can't. Even, I can't even believe that they, they let him go. But uh, I mean, well, they were not Kansas City didn't want to pay thirty you million, do, you know.
1: Kansas City didn't want to pay thirty yeah. million, and they um, and they got five draft picks. Yeah, and their worst pick I think was a third rounder, because they got like two first, like two seconds, and a third. I take that any day. <laughs> Wish we could have got that for Woods, but he's not as talented as. <laughs> so, wow, well, bro! We got a six rounder. <laughs> I'd rather have kept Robert for for six. I would rather have rather kept Robert. Yeah. My cheese, I'm, like, geez, I'm all crying in Italy. Anyways, that's just me. Anyways, all right, Patriots. Uh, can we skip the Patriots? <laughs> I don't really care. Anyways, they got uh, re-signed to uh, Devin McCourty, safety, one year, nine million. Not surprised. That's a good retain by them. Brought in Jabir, uh, Jabril Pepper, safety, one year, uh, no money term uh, terms available. So that's a good pickup. Because it's one of those Belichick projects that he'll turn around, um, re-sign him next year for a co- uh, for a good, a decent contract. Probably he'll probably end up being worth a trade value down the road, and he'll yeah. probably swap Drabil for like a third round pick. And you'll be like, how'd that happen? Uh, because he went to Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick and just knows how to turn these guys into better players and get their trade value up. Yep. It's unbelievable what he does with defensive guys let's see here uh re trent brown offensive tackle two year no money terms not surprising nick Fult kicker two year five million not really surprised i mean they needed a kicker and they brought him back this was a little bit of an intrigue though malcolm butler returning to new england cornerback uh, two years nine million if we all recall malcolm butler who we talked about against seattle had the pick that saved the Super Bowl for the Patriots that year, and then uh, the next year when he when they faced Philadelphia as the top cornerback in the, in the league or at least on New England's defense yeah. was benched for the entire game against Philadelphia and uh, and then subsequently released after that.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not sure why they would re-sign him, but... uh, I'm not sure why he would want to re-sign. Yeah, I think maybe this is... I mean,
1: obviously they water under the bridge now, obviously. But uh, just a little surprise myself. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Ty Montgomery, wide receiver slash running back. So they got themselves a little bit of an offensive weapon. Two-year, no money terms available. Uh, Juwan Bentley, linebacker, two year, no many terms available. Depth, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Mitchell, corner, one year, three million. Terrence Mitchell, former Duck. Um, mm. I don't know what it is. Belichick likes Duck, de- um, he does defensive too. backs. Yeah. It's really interesting. He just he finds a Duck defensive back and he'll, he'll make sure he gets him somehow. It's weird. I mean, hey, I mean, it gives the Ducks a chance to play. Get might get them a Super Bowl win. I don't know. Yep. Could? We don't know. The Patriots could all of a sudden rise again. <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the empire strikes back again. Wouldn't right. surprise me. Anyways, uh, Brian Hoyer, backup quarterback, of course. Two-year, $4 million, uh, $3 million guaranteed. Obviously, need the veteran leadership to keep Mac Jones' development going. And the best way to do it is to continue with Brian Hoyer. Um, if you hadn't heard the... Patriots did make a trade today. They traded Jared Stidham to um, the Raiders. So, interesting backup choice for Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels out there. I'm like, I hope that's not a sign on a car. They took uh, Matt Slater, special teamer, uh, one year, uh, 2.62, fully fully guaranteed. And then uh, running back James White, uh, re-signed two-year, no money term. And then finally we get to the Jets' free agency. Uh see here. Boosting, trying to boost up that offensive line with Lankin Tomlinson. Guard, three-year, $40 million deal. thirteen point nine dollars guaranteed. Braxton Barrios, a wide receiver, two-year, $12 million. $7 million of it guaranteed. Tevin Coleman, a running back, which then they end up getting a running back we'll talk about in the draft, which makes this kind of confusing. Uh, Pickup of a one-year, $1.5 million with $658,000 guaranteed. A good tight end signing, as he was quite the pain in the butt in the playoffs and especially in the Super Bowl at times. CJ Uzumwa, tight end, three years, twenty-four million with fifteen million guaranteed at signing. Ooh. That's a good tight end. He's a he's one of those dudes that just knows how to find a spot in the defense and catch mm-hmm. it and then turn it upfield and all of a sudden he gained twenty yards and you're just like, how the hell did that happened? Yeah, <laughs> he just does it. It's weird. It's amazing too. It's kind of like um what Higby's kind of turning into, which I like. And hopefully we have a whole healthy Higby this year. Yes. No injury to Higbys. Can't do this no more. That was terrible. We didn't have him at tight end. But hey, I'll give Kendall Blanton stepped up for, for him. So all right, DJ Reed, cornerback, three year, thirty three million, ten and a half guaranteed. That sounds like a desperation pick to me because I don't even know who the hell DJ Reed is. So. Yeah, Jordan Whitehead, safety two years, $14.5 million, $7.5 guaranteed. At least I know who Jordan Whitehead is. He's a pretty decent safety. Nathan Shepard, defensive tackle one year, uh, $1.03 million, basically league minimum. Got a $50,000 signing bonus, so he got $50,000 to sign that contract right off the bat. I'll sign a contract for $50,000. <laughs> right. And then you can cut me two days later, right. and I won't care. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh Feeney. Dan, Feeney, Dan Feeney, the guard, one Fe- year, three Feeney, Feeney, one year, three million, fully guaranteed. Chris's favorite, uh, Falco, Joe, Falco. <laughs> it's Falco, it's Flaco damn it! No, it's Falco, bro. It's F L A C C O. It's not F A L C O. No, bro. Oh, my bad. He's a raven anyways, who cares? <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyways, re-signed one year, $3.5 million, $2.8 million guaranteed. Similar to the same, almost the same exact contract that he signed last year with the Jets to back up um, Zach Wilson. Tyler Conklin, tight end, three years, 20, uh, $20.25 million with $10 million fully guaranteed. Conklin's not that good of a tight end, bro. He's not worth that kind of money. I'm sorry. That's a bit of an overpay there. Uh, Jacob Martin, defensive end, th- three-year, million, six million $6 guarantee. You know, depth, basically. Um, Greg Zerline, a one-year deal that can be worth up to $2.75 million. Greg, the Lake, uh, you might want to just make some freaking field goals a little more often, and you might actually get that money. That's why we let you go. And then the Cowboys overpaid and let you go after that <laughs> fiasco. All right, and then looks like last one. Solomon Thomas, defensive tackle, uh, one year, no money terms available. I feel bad for San Francisco, man, because he was so overly hyped coming out of Stanford. He just hasn't lived up to the billing. And now he's on the Jets, so I almost feel bad for him ending up on the Jets.
0: Um, yeah, that, that that's the thing that kind of sucks when you get that overly hyped thing. Sometimes it can get to your head too, mm-hmm. and then you kind of, you know, have this shelf life about you where you're not that great soon. Yeah, them's the breaks though. Them's the breaks. But let's get down to some draft picks, shall
1: we? Let's do it. <clears throat> First up, the Buffalo Bills. Round one, they took Kare uh, Kare Elam, a cornerback from Florida. That's right, Elam, baby. Good nice job, what's bro. Up, dude, like
0: to see that. Happy, happy.
1: It's gonna be a good corner. I think he. Yeah, I think he's got a good chance of being a good corner. He probably end up eventually on the opposite side of Tredavious White. that will be a good uh, one-two corner punch there. Oh yeah. Uh, they took in the second round James Cook, running back, Georgia.
0: Cook was a pretty good running back last year at Georgia, so
1: that might be a good pick.
0: And we know the Bills need a good running back, dude. They need somebody to kind of take the pressure off of Josh Allen. Oh, absolutely. And just go from there. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, third rounder, they took Terrell Bernard, who actually signed his contract today.
1: Um, Linebacker from Baylor. Uh, Bernard, I didn't get much into the Baylor games. There was only one game I watched, which was them against Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. um he didn't stand out enough in that game for me to really like oh my god that's a great pick
0: yeah
1: but i mean i i I can't say that it's not either so it's not my fault well i mean it's my fault for not watching enough baylor games but it's also not my fault that they didn't really put enough baylor games on tv Mm -hmm. that were worth watching so at the same time uh khalil shakir uh, lasted all the way to the fifth round for the bills i was a little surprised khalil lasted that long Cause Shakir is actually a pretty good wide receiver coming out of Bo- uh Boise State. I really thought he would have been closer to the third round, maybe fourth rounder. So I was a little surprised. Um <clears throat> so that kind of surprised me, yeah. Um six round pick, the punt god, Matt Areza, uh punter, San Diego State. Uh the punter I was hoping the Rams would have picked up, but we didn't.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyways, I'll move on. <laughs> Uh, sixth round pick, Christian Benford Corner from Villanova. Uh, that's an interesting pick because I forgot Villanova had a football program still. <laughs> that was my bad. I uh, forgot they're D D2. I believe D2. I don't think they're in the FCS. I think they're actually D2 um, uh, football program. But, hey, you made it to the NFL, bro. You can say you were picked mm. out of Villanova. That's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> so, Luke uh, Tanuda, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. Didn't watch enough Virginia Tech games, so I don't really know if that was a good pick or not. Uh, Balin Specter, linebacker from Clemson. I mean, Clemson didn't do that great this year, so yeah. I don't know how good of a pick that is. All right, the Miami Dolphins, their third-round pick because they got rid of their first and their second-round pick to get Cheetah. Mm-hmm. So with the first-round pick and the second-round pick, the Miami Dolphins selected. Tyreek Hill,
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
1: Basically, is how that goes. <laughs> yep. All right. The third round pick, Channing Tindall, uh, linebacker from Georgia. I mean, you got a linebacker from Georgia who was Georgia. An, that was one of the best. That was the best defense in all of college football last year. Yeah. Probably a good pick, even though I don't recall seeing mu- or hearing much about him. Yeah. Still, possibly a good pick. Anyways, uh, fourth rounder, they picked up Eric Izukan Kanma. Wide receiver, Texas Tech. Again, I didn't
0: see enough Texas. I didn't see enough Big 12 games. So I can't tell you. Eh. And he watched more. He, he watches <clears throat> more of a variety of games than I do. I'm kind of picky. So If it's not Florida or Oregon,
1: you basically don't care. I had to force this guy to watch his future quarterback
0: in a game. Yeah, he did. And I actually enjoyed it. It was cool. Yeah, that would be the uh, Pitt-North Carolina game. I'm like, one of these two quarterbacks might be your quarterback. You might want to watch it. I'm like, no, oh, no way. There's no way we're going to get him. And then what happens? You got
1: Kenny Pickett. And yeah, we we'll, got it. We'll talk about that next week. Anyways. All right, next up on, uh, let's see. They didn't draft again until the seventh round. Cameron Good, outside linebacker Cal. Sorry, I didn't watch Cal games because Cal sucks. Sorry. it's a little biased, ain't it? I tried to watch good Pac-12 teams besides (laughs) So I was trying to watch SC, UCLA, Washington. (laughs) Basically all of our good rivals, not our crappy rivals like Oregon State and Cal. Anyways. (laughs) And then Skylar Thompson, quarterback, Kansas State. I actually watched Kansas State, I think, twice last year. That's actually not too bad of a pickup for being a backup. um, And probably a developmental pick. I mean, you know, he might be able to trade him for trade bait later on. Yeah. If you developing properly. He's pretty decent. All right, the Patriots. Um, <laughs> a lot of people, including some, thought the Rams made fun of their first-round pick. Cole Strange, offensive guard, Tennessee Chattanooga, because a lot of teams had him as a third-round grade.
0: They must have seen something <clears throat> in him, because you know how Bill Belichick is? He's He's very odd.
1: We're also talking about an offense alignment. Um, the last time I heard an offense alignment being overly drafted, the Cowboys took Travis Frederick uh, with the 31st pick in the draft. Uh, how many years, years ago that was? It wasn't that long ago, but I'm just saying it was a ways back. Yeah. Uh, and Travis Frederick ended up being considered one of the best centers in the league like two years later. So, just saying. Yeah. If you're if you believe in your board and you believe in your coaching staff to develop a lineman, take the freaking lineman that you want. Yep. And if a lot of people question you. So because it it's it's freaking lineman. It's that's a crapshoot all of them are crapshoots anyways, but if you believe in what you got as a coaching staff, then you're gonna take the lineman you think best fits your stuff. And so who am I gonna argue? Uh, They took Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver, Baylor. I watched him enough. He stood out a lot in that Baylor-Oklahoma game. This kid's pretty good. He's a baller. That might be a good pick right there. Um, Hopefully he just doesn't do anything to piss off Belichick. (laughs) Because he kind of does have a little bit of a swagger attitude. So that could be disastrous for him. Uh, Third round pick, Marcus Jones, cornerback Houston. Sorry, I didn't see any Houston games because they're not in a conference that matters yet. Uh, fourth-round pick, Jack Jones, Arizona State cornerback. How do you pick two Joneses corners in back-to-back rounds? I don't know. Something about the Joneses, man. I guess. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses by having the Joneses. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting to say the least. Uh, Arizona State. I don't. I didn't see really any Arizona State games last year because they were a all right, running back Pierre Strong, San Diego State. He's actually a pretty decent running back. Um, surprisingly, got a lot of comparisons, which I think were a bit wrong, to uh, Marshall Falk, a former San Diego State Aztec. I'm like, eh, mm. <coughs> I wouldn't do that. Uh, we're also talking about the guy who finished, I think, third in the Heisman voting his senior year, Marshall Falk, who then is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he went to San Diego State. If Falk had done what he did his senior year at a major football program; he would have won the Heisman that year. Oh yeah, I think he didn't get voted because he went to San Diego State. Just saying. Anyways, uh, and their final fourth round pick, Billy Zappi, Western, Western Kentucky quarterback. Um, that was an interesting pickup. A lot of people like Billy Zappi. Um, they thought he has one of the best arm talents in the league. So, uh, I'm not in the league, but in the country. In college football last year. So, a lot of people were kind of surprised that Belichick... And I just sat there and went, Okay, we also understand that he had Tom Brady. And how many quarterbacks did he draft and then flipped for picks? Or got them paid because they had to eat um, Matt Castle? uh, The year um, Tom Brady got injured, led the team the rest of the way. Almost made the playoffs. Got a big payday because of that. Um... Brian Hoyer's gotten paid because he's been the backup to Tom Brady. Let's see. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo fetched you a second-round pick. Yeah. Because he backed up Tom Brady and looked good in four games because um, Brady um, was suspended. So, yeah, uh, have Billy Zappi sit behind and, freaking and Mac wasn't Jones. wasn't Tom Brady a backup at some point? Well, Tom Brady was a backup to Drew Bledsoe. So, there you go. So, we're just saying. Uh, Billy Zappi probably sits behind Mac Jones, gets an opportunity to look good, and might turn that fourth-round pick into a second-round pick in a few years. Okay. That's what Bill Belichick freaking does. Don't get me wrong. I don't care for Bill Belichick, but he's also not an idiot either. Yeah. And he will do something like that and make you go, what? And then all of a sudden, boom, look what happened. A few years later, Billy Zappi's probably picked up by, I don't know, say – the Detroit Lions, because they never draft anyone to replace Goff, Goff ends up not working out, and they get desperate. And they see the preseason tape of Billy Zappian and think that's their answer, a yeah. quarterback, and give up a second rounder. Who knows? Who knows? I'm just saying. That's just one example. Don't get me wrong. I kind of hope Goff actually succeeds in Detroit hmm. and stays there for a while. I'm just saying. Because I actually do like Goff. I just feel bad for him. A little bit. Anyways, uh, six-round pick, Kevin Harris, running back, South Carolina. I wasn't sure why they needed another running back because they got a ton of running backs in that running back room, so another one was a little bit of a surprise. Sam Roberts, defensive tackle, Northwest Missouri State University. That's a long-ass name, a long-ass college name, bro. We got to stop that crap. (laughs) Anyways, um, probably going to be one of those six-round picks where all of a sudden – He's a starter for the next 10 years in New England. It wouldn't surprise me. Just, that's what he does. Uh, Jason Hines, cornerback, LSU. Probably, again, possible guy who's going to be a starter ten, for 10 years in New England. Wouldn't surprise me. Andrew Stuber, offensive tackle, Michigan. Uh, he blocked at Michigan, and Michigan was one of the top teams this year. And uh, That might actually probably be a good pick. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. So the and finally the Jets. So the team that had the most intriguing draft, according to a lot of pundits, because they did actually get a lot of good quality players. I I feel myself too. First round pick, fourth overall, Sauce Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. Ooh. This kid is got the size. He's got the speed. It just you just hope he just translate, man. Because if he can translate. He has the potential to be a good lockdown corner. The best lockdown corner in the league? Time will tell. But he has an opportunity to be one of the best ones if he can tra- Just
0: the only thing I always have a problem with with the Jets, dude. Is they f- is they flop on everything they get. Yeah, that's the problem. I'm I'm just I'm tired of it, and I feel sad for these players because if they're developed right. They're probably good players. Oh yeah, but so, you can you can
1: say that a lot about a team. So look how Cle- long Cleveland. How look how right right. Look how long Houston before they got Deshaun Watson started actually building on that with JJ Watt and all that, and then they started screwing that whole thing up. Yeah, you know it, it, it it's yeah. Some teams. I mean, even us. Um, there's a year. There's a freaking years between Bulger and freaking Goff and before we got McVeigh, where it's just it's we probably killed a lot of talented players, unfortunately, their careers because yeah. we didn't know how to develop, right, because we didn't have the right people. It takes us getting the right coaching staff, the right people, and in the, in surrounding these So, guys. I
0: mean, it, it seems like they may have gotten the best drafts, but only time will tell with yeah. this because I'm just like, I'm not completely convinced that the Jets are are contenders. Yeah. And they have been contenders for years. So. Yeah. Well, I I still think they're going to finish fourth, but if, at
1: least if you can look like you improved. Yeah. On the field, you improved on paper. Don't get me wrong; that's improvement on paper. What we've seen in the free agency and what we've seen in this draft, which we're still going mean, to talk it's,
0: about. It's just kind of like talking about the Jaguars—the same thing. Yeah. You know, it, 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 <clears throat> they didn't do any. I last think they year. got. I think they got the right coach. So that helps. Yeah. All right,
1: their second pick which was number 10 in overall in the first round garrett wilson wide receiver ohio state i've watched enough ohio state Mm -hmm. games um garrett wilson if he wasn't the one tearing up the uh corners against oregon it was chris olave so and we still somehow managed to win that game in the big in the big horseshoe
0: yeah
1: in ohio state so i was pretty impressed but he's he's a good wide receiver just I don't know about their offense. Their offense is questionable. Their defense I wouldn't be surprised because they got a defensive head coach. But their offense, yeah, I don't know who their offense coordinator is and probably not that great. Anyways, Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, Florida State. This kid is a beast. I uh, didn't really watch Florida State games, but I did watch him a little bit in Georgia. He had some talent. So this is going to be interesting pickup and good for them. Brees Hall, one uh, running back, Iowa State. I was a little surprised that he was the first running back off the board, but between him and Kenneth Walker, who I really loved out um, of Michigan State, uh, Hall had the less mileage on him, so he's going to be fresher. Yeah. So that might team probably ha- might have a better career um, because usually if you're turned out a lot too much in college. Your tread is pretty much already worn, and you get to the pros, and it's not really a good combination. Hopefully, though, I might be wrong because so far I've been wrong in that aspect and thinking because of um, what's his name in Indianapolis right now? The running back.
0: Uh, Crap. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor.
1: Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Um, he was the workhorse and big-time workhorse because Wisconsin power football loves running the ball. He did a lot of running in Wisconsin, but so far, Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis has been good. Yeah. So, you know, he of course he could be an outlier too. But we'll see what happens with Kenneth Walker. Um, but Brees Hall has got a good speed. Him and Michael Carter is going to be one nice one-two punch for Zach Wilson mm. um, coming out of the backfield. They got Jeremy Ruckert, um, tight end, Ohio State. A lot of people thought Ruckert was the best tight end prospect in this draft.
0: Wait, how many Ohio State guys did they pick up? <clears throat> Still, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Two. two, um,
1: a lot of people thought Jeremy Rucker was the best tight end prospect in this draft, so that's a great pickup for them. Yeah, uh, Max uh, Mitchell, offensive tackle, Louisiana, probably a good pickup because one of those small school linemen always seem to show out at one point or another. That could be the guy right there. And then finally, they picked up Michael Clemens, defensive end, Texas A&M. I'm not gonna lie, Texas A&M. I didn't really watch you either, so. <laughs> Even though you're in the SEC, because I don't really care that much for the SEC except for Florida, so yeah.
0: Or Georgia, because I'm okay with the Dogs. All right, man. So that's it for us. Yeah, fun, man. It was it was good to get on here and mm-hmm. and talk some football. Yes, sir. It's good to be back doing this. It's 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 been too long, man. It has three way months. too long and three I guess there's there's, I mean, things get in the way. Stuff happens. Yeah but uh we're glad to be back we want Absolutely. to keep doing this uh i think that your your schedule is freed up a little bit more now so it'll definitely be easier so yeah of course if i can get to start working overtime at my normal job i yeah. really we can really free up the schedule <laughs> yeah and then it'll be, it'll be a lot easier to get back to doing exactly what we were doing and and i kind of like this going live on twitch even if we get one viewer, how you doing? Uh, it doesn't matter how many viewers we have on here. We love you guys. Thank you for uh, tuning in, and uh, maybe we'll get some more viewers. and Hopefully. We'll keep, we'll keep up with this. Um, yes, sir. Sounds good. All right, guys, so that'll do it. Uh, be sure to tune in, 8 o'clock
1: Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific, for the NFL schedule release. It's going to be officially out here in 17 minutes. Um, at time of recording and time of live yeah but if you're listening to us on spotify later on tonight um it's or already happened tomorrow yeah. tomorrow yes uh it's already happened mm-hmm. so we hope you uh, you enjoyed uh, your team's reveal or any team's reveal if you just like to know the schedule know the primetime games we oh it's always fun to see the schedules yeah uh makes it more real yeah we're getting closer damn it yes so basically, the last big thing until training camp starts, um, we will talk next week about some of the. Prim- we'll mostly talk about the primetime games next week, the ones that really stick out. Like, whoa, that's a game we got to see. Yeah. Um, otherwise, basically, it's kind of like nah because the NFL doesn't like my idea of just putting on rivalry games for their primetime games because <laughs> that would, to me, would make more sense. Right. But because then almost everybody would then guaranteed a good primetime game instead of a. Throw away Thursday you'd night You'd probably game. get more viewers on them, to be honest. I mean, I would love to watch Kansas City-Las um, Vegas on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football or uh, the Chargers and Raiders or Raiders and Denver or Kansas City and Chargers because those are great primetime games. The Rams-Niners, Rams-Seahawks or... Eh, fuck Arizona. <laughs> they don't have a rival. <laughs> <life. laughs> Cowboys-Commanders. That's going to be weird. Commanders. That's going to be this weird. Just, the same. The rivalry games are just so much better. Anyways, so that'll do it for us here on uh, Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias.
0: On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page,
1: Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST.
0: At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sports talk with cooper
1: in big man. That's sports W-I-T-Cooper. The letter N big man. And that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.